Okay, yes. We are bored. We're all bored now. But has it ever occurred to you, Wally, that the process that creates this boredom that we see in the world now may very well be a self-perpetuating, unconscious form of brainwashing created by a world totalitarian government based on money, and that all of this is much more dangerous than one thinks? And it's not just a question of individual survival, Wally, but that somebody who's bored is asleep, and somebody who's asleep will not say no? See, I keep meeting these people. I mean, uh, just a few days ago, I met this man whom I greatly admire. He's a Swedish physicist, Gustav Bjornstrand. And he told me that he no longer watches television, he doesn't read newspapers, and he doesn't read magazines. He's completely cut them out of his life because he really does feel that we're living in some kind of Orwellian nightmare now and that everything that you hear now contributes to turning you into a robot. And when I was at Findhorn, I met this extraordinary English tree expert who had devoted his life to saving trees. Just got back from Washington, lobbying to save the redwoods. He's 84 years old. He always travels with a backpack because he never knows where he's going to be tomorrow. And when I met him at Findhorn, he said to me, where are you from? And I said, New York. He said, ah, New York. Yes, that's a very interesting place. Do you know a lot of New Yorkers who keep talking about the fact that they want to leave but never do? And I said, oh, yes. And he said, why do you think they don't leave? I gave him different banal theories. He said, oh, I don't think it's that way at all. He said, I think that New York is the new model for the new concentration camp, where the camp has been built by the inmates themselves, and the inmates are the guards, and they have this pride in this thing they've built. They've built their own prison, and so they exist in a state of schizophrenia, where they are both guards and prisoners, and as a result, they no longer have, having been lobotomized, the capacity to leave the prison they've made or to even see it as a prison. And then he went into his pocket and he took out a seed for a tree and he said, this is a pine tree. He put it in my hand and he said, escape before it's too late. See, actually for two or three years now, Chiquita and I have had this very unpleasant feeling that we really should get out. And we really should feel like Jews in Germany in the late 30s. Get out of here. Of course, the problem is where to go because it seems quite obvious that the whole world is going in the same direction. See, I think it's quite possible that the 1960s represented the last burst of the human being before he was extinguished, and that this is the beginning of the rest of the future now, and that from now on, there'll simply be all these robots walking around, feeling nothing, thinking nothing, and there'll be nobody left almost to remind them that there once was a species called a human being with feelings and thoughts, and that history and memory are right now being erased, and soon nobody will really remember that life existed on the planet. The thoughts and ideas expressed in this podcast are only those of the authors and guests of the podcast. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Soberless Thoughts. I'm Mike Gutenberg. I'm Alex Corley. And these are our Soberless Thoughts. Hello and welcome back. To yet another episode of Soberless Thoughts. Tonight we are drinking an original Geist tea, hard craft tea from Rheingeist. Rheingeist. In Cincinnati, Ohio. 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 This is Hardcraft Black Tea. Hint of lemon. Guy's Tea captures the spirit of classic sun-brewed tea from a simpler time with a little extra veer. Enjoy. Non-carbonated. Sweet enough. 5% alcohol. And we're drinking the pints. 
16 ounces. Uh, yeah. I've heard so many things about people that work there that Geist Tea is the hidden gem of the place. Gem. The hidden gem. The hidden gin. Gem. Gin. Why is that sounding weird to me? I, I don't know. It. Yeah. It's the ruby amongst the diamonds. Yeah. The diamond in the rough. It's the ruby amongst the diamonds. Yeah. So, so, I guess let's try this thing. You ready? Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Smells like tea. That's not bad. 
What's the famous hard tea that's out and about? That's more. That's like the most, the more popular one. Uh, I was about to say Mike's Hard Lemonade. No, that's uh, not it. Let's look it up. Um, there's a hard tea out that this tastes twisted tea. Twisted tea. That's it. Yes, and this tastes remarkably like twisted tea. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's hard tea with a hint. This has a little bit more hint of lemon to it. Um, actually. Uh, there's also Kentucky bourbon barrel aged tea. Um, I know mm. we never did that, and I know the cat's out of the bag about uh, me with that place. Uh, but uh, in comparison to that hard tea, this is definitely better. Uh, I don't think I've had a twisted tea in forever. And um, for, like, have you ever, though? Have you ever? I don't think I've actually had one, no. If I had, it was a, a sip, and I was probably already so many beers deep, because, I mean, I haven't... Part of the reason I don't drink these things, because I'm always worried about caffeine, because uh, mm. I don't really drink caffeine, so it's like... Uh. I'm sure I've Do told this have st- caffeine in it? I don't think... Well, here's the thing. Ever since Four Loco ruined it for fucking everybody, I yeah. don't think it is, because I don't think most places actually, like, legitimately, like... Yeah, it doesn't look like this has caffeine in it. Yeah, I don't think it does. Cause I don't think you legally can put caffeine in alcoholic beverages anymore because of Four Loco. Doesn't Four Loco still have caffeine in theirs? I mean, maybe. Maybe it just doesn't have as much. Or it's like heavily regulated. Like they're paying out the ass and fines and whatnot. Because I thought it was some... Four Loco will still fuck you up to this day. Well, yeah. Well, there's so many other stimulants you can throw in. Yeah. Like basically, think... Think of like a sugar-free Red Bull with no caffeine. All that like guana and all that other stuff. Yeah. It's all stimulants. Yeah, all the bat shit that's in that. Yeah, all yeah. the nice chemical draw right. you get from it. Yeah, exactly. Um, dude, when are we going to do Four Locos <laughs> on the podcast? God, we're going to have to wake up and do it because afterwards I'm going to run around the block. We should do that like around New Year's. Like for New Year, like a New Year's celebration. That's not bad. That's doable. Yeah. Uh, like four logos for Happy New Year's. God bless. <laughs> that was a terrible way to end a New Year. It's a great way to end a year. Oh my God. End a shitty year. Paps Blue Ribbon <laughs> has a hard T. Really? Sorry. Yeah. That just Actually, caught my somebody, eye. Somebody, uh, one of the guys that I work adjacent to. Uh, not with, but adjacent to some dude that I see out on the streets. <laughs> he was telling me about that because his favorite beer is PBR. And he's like, Mike, dude, did you know that they have a PBR tea? And he's like, you got to try it. It's fucking amazing. So I did hear that actually. Yeah. Brandon, if you're listening, here's a shout out, buddy. Keep pimping them hoes. Yeah, I was gonna say, I was <laughs> when you first said it, I was like, "What's he doing?" Yeah, pimping, maybe. Yep, on the streets where I'm at. Yeah, that's all that happens. Pimp nasty flash yeah. over there. I'm dirty white bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You made me think of this video I just saw recently <laughs> that I thought was the funniest shit. It was like. Some woman walked up. You can tell it was a truck. 
truck driver and she goes he goes hey uh 150 what'll that get me she goes uh blow her sex 150 and he goes how about you wash my truck for me yeah and she like looked at him then stood back from the truck and looked at his truck and looked to go i'm not washing your fucking truck <laughs> well yeah because blowing sex is way easier it's quicker for sure like well it depends on the guy yeah but time management to <laughs> like, i would assume she's an expert blower she's probably caught quite a few so she probably knows her way so yeah. probably in and out what 15 minutes um $150. So you got to think that's that's $600 an hour is her working fee. Yeah. If she gets it done in 15 minutes. Having sex that could take longer. So, you know. So really for you to have sex with her for $150 is kind of the better deal cuz you get long longevity on your end. Yeah. But on her end it's like, you know, 30 minutes, I have 30 minutes. Like I don't know. Do you think dudes like are taking their time or they just like go in just no they're going they're using her as an object to get off right so probably yeah 15 minutes yeah i would say that's the max yeah probably closer to like five so i just try and fucking slam it and get out right so yeah so yeah she's making so her rate is like 600 an hour washing that truck would definitely take her at least an hour or two Oh yeah. Well, how fucked up was the truck? I don't know. You just saw inside the cab. It was like a, uh, you know, it looked like a tractor trailer truck. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, like she's got to fucking power wash it. Yeah. Okay. It's like get in and let's go to the fucking truck wash. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get out yeah. and do all the work. And by the way, the only thing that make it funnier is the fact that she was wearing basically like one of those like see through net dresses yeah. where you could tell she was wearing like a thong and like nothing on top but it was just kind of that like net material yeah and then her with a fucking bucket and us <laughs> <laughs> sitting there fucking scrubbing the shit out like hey don't forget uh make sure you get those uh <laughs> fucking lights yeah you uh, missed the spot right <laughs> yeah nah dude of course she was gonna say no yeah like can you just pop one in my mouth and get the fuck out of here yeah that's everybody leaves happy right except for your truck see i bet you if he worded it differently like i need you to provocatively wash my truck for 150 bucks yeah wash my truck like you would give me a lap dance right and then it might get half-ass washed <laughs> I mean, she's not going to get the grit and the crime. It'll get about as washed as it would get if you drove through a rainstorm. Exactly. <laughs> a rainstorm or like a shitty, you accidentally hit the car wash button at the gas station. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like that. <laughs> That's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, yes, I want a car wash. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, shit, I don't have time for that. That's also how to tell a real prostitute or not. <laughs> I think they might be a cop. <laughs> I guarantee you, the cop's not going to be like, "Let's wash the car." <laughs> exactly, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but if like you drop 150, it's like I need you to provocatively wash my car. Like, like, like how much do you need this money? Because I need my truck washed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Are we gonna have sex? No, I I just told you you're gonna wash my truck. That's right. I'm gonna sit in the cab. Yeah. I'm not even gonna roll my windows down. <laughs> Cause why do I want the interior to get wet? Yeah. Though I don't even want you in the truck. You're yeah. gonna meet me there. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna slip the bills out through a crack in the window. <laughs> Please don't breathe on me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that oh. makes sense. Do you remember when we were driving around this great city one time and there was a homeless woman with a sign? I took a picture of her. I probably should put it on Instagram, but she had one of the funniest signs. And I I enjoy people that actually like put some effort in the, the humor of the sign. But she goes, too ugly for prostitution, need money. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? No. It's on my phone somewhere. Yeah, it was you and I driving around. Me and you driving around, and she was at an intersection, and I was like, I got to get it for her money. (laughs) I don't ever do this, but that's fucking funny. Yeah. God. I did just think of something, though. Uh, There was this Hooters that was up in, like, Route 4 in Cincinnati. If If you're a listener from Cincinnati, you know the Hooters on Route 4. And every once in a while, they have a car wash there where the They'll get the girls that are on their off day to come in and have, they got some, I don't know, whatever benefit that they got going on, and they'll wash your car for you, right? Right. And this is, like, the time that the douches all go and get their, like, fucking dad's Lamborghini or whatever and go pull up in there to try and... Pull. Try Yeah, try and do what they can do with some Hooters girl, right? Right. So, one of my buddies pulls up and he's got this he had just got back from mudding with his <laughs> fucking jeep right coming I mean, caked in uh, yeah. mud and uh and i was like dude you know you know that hooters has got the car wash thing going on right now he's like oh, i think it was my cousin he's like really i was like yeah and so, so we rode over there in his jeep and they like like we pulled up there was nobody surprisingly there was nobody like already getting their car washed so we come pulling up and they're all like just basically chilling sitting on the curb and they get up and they like half like half walk to the jeep and then they just turn around and walk back into the hooters (laughs) (laughs) like not even gonna even come talk or entertain it even a little bit right they're like you know we're not really washing cars here right (laughs) Like, that's not actually going to happen. Right. I mean, half that shit falls off, just hit it with a hose one time. That's all you had to do. Speaking from a guy that has a Jeep, uh, yeah, I have caked that thing. I've been been pulled over a couple times because of that shit, too. Uh, Yeah. I I think I said that story out here one time. I got pulled over with a bunch of dudes that we were on my farm mudding, just slinging shit everywhere. I had the thing top to bottom. Like you couldn't see out windows, it was just mud. Yeah. And we're driving through the main street of my little hometown, and the cop pulls us over. Like we roll down, or I unzip the window and push it outwards because I don't want that shit in my jeep. And then I remember uh, he's looking like, and the cop just had that like, like you're up to no good. Look, I, who are you boys doing? Huh? Uh, like, like look at this, right? Right. And I was like, license, registration, all that good jazz, and I give it to him. And, and of course, he's like, 
this is this only happened this way a couple times because it's happened the other way too where the guy knew my uncles uh usually if the cops know my cousins they're like step out of the car please sir it's usually the next thing that follows that line of questioning and then i'm doing a field sobriety test on a fucking sunday in the middle of the afternoon <laughs> in fucking church clothes right yeah uh, <laughs> uh but he they didn't knew my uncles which is usually a better sign because they're like they used to party you know they used to get down back in the day they straightened up yada yada and this guy was like oh yeah i used to party with your uncle jim come out like he just he's just chatting up he goes yeah we got he goes you uh, we got a report there was a bunch of rowdy boys like mudding um out on people's property i'm like that's crazy he's like well he goes well where were you all at i was like my farm on my property <laughs> he goes oh really i was like yeah i was like well, i've got a farm out here he goes oh okay well sounds like that's what it was you boys have a good time i'm gonna watch that off <laughs> i swear it's just because he knew my uncles he's just like i don't i don't care yeah we'll I'm, get around to it right i'm pretty sure it's because we i used to take this my jeep down this creek that you can no longer go anymore but it this creek used to split downtown like if you didn't know where it was at you would never suspect this creek of being here and you could go and it literally went behind like this subdivision right and i found out there's like this place that was like a dump like a place like you're not supposed to go basically and you go through this gate that you're probably not supposed to know about and we found it one day and just went in the creek and just kept driving and realized it dumped out in the middle of the subdivision right in front of these people's houses and then just went on and we definitely did that that day because yeah. um, I was trying to wash all that shit off but other than that yeah I'd say someone saw us and probably called the cops yeah yeah yeah, yeah. good times fuck them yeah I'm, fuck them I'm not worried about it yeah me neither yeah I think you should just next time run into their garden yeah. <laughs> that's how it goes that's how you roll yep Listen, dude, we got the new fiber optics internet at my house. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's so much faster. I bet. So much better than... Because I live at the bottom of a cul-de-sac. And so before I had, like, this spectrum, like... And it's through a phone line, right? So, apparently, you only get what's left after everybody else who has spectrum on that street gets their shit sounds oddly familiar and then once it gets to the bottom of the street where i live i just get what's ever left over right so now with uh fiber optics it's a dedicated line straight to my house fuck everybody else right right so we call to cancel our old internet service and when we and when my wife calls them, it's like, yeah, uh, we don't want to be paying $65 a month for our internet anymore. We're going to pay. And, w- and we did like this thing where um, basically they test your speed. You're like bits per second or whatever it is. Yeah. Going through your, going to your computer or whatever. Right. So when we ran this, it was coming up like... 28 bits per second and it's supposed to be at like 250 damn right so 
I'm like, and but this was like through the fiber optics company, like check to see what your internet's really running. And I'm like, well, maybe they're just putting it on, putting that on there on their website. So like, they're like, make it look shittier than it really is. I don't know. You can do it on different. So what I did was yeah. I went to a third party, like a unaffiliated website. Right. And had them run it through their thing, their free software, whatever. Yeah. Did it again. Well, no, the first time it was like 30, it was like 30, 32 or something through the fiber optics website. And then when I did it through the third parties, theirs was 28, mm. which is even worse. And we're like, I was like, this is fucked. Like, right. no wonder we have to turn off the, our Wi-Fi on our phones and shit just to get internet service. Right. So, <clears throat> so we uh, decide we're going to switch. We switch over. We call to cancel the other shit. When my wife calls them, she's like, yeah, well, they're like, why are you, why are you switching away from us or whatever? Right. And, uh, she's like, well, one, we're getting like 700 bits per second instead of your 250 and we're paying $20 less a month for it. And it's fiber optics. It's not through the phone line. So it's dedicated. So that's why we're switching. And she's like, "Oh well, we could have we could have bumped yours up from 250 to 500, and there's this deal going on where we could have got it to you for 45 dollars a month, which is what you're paying now. Um, oh, and then I see this other thing that you are qualified for on here, <laughs> where you could get like 30 dollars off as well. So really, you would only have to be paying like 15 dollars a month for internet." my wife was so pissed dude she was like i'm definitely not going to stick with you motherfuckers now like are you kidding me we've been paying 65 dollars a month this whole time and you're telling me that we've could have been playing only 15 right like how fucked up is that right like no you you're stealing my fucking money like no i don't want that shit right and then she tells them that we ran that test and it was we're supposed to be getting 250 and we're only getting 28 fucking bits per second. Like, what did they say about that? She said that they didn't have any answer to that. Like, she didn't understand why that would be the case. Right. Like, well, it is the case. Like, it is. It, we ran it through multiple different things to test it and that's what it is. Right. So when they put in our fiber optics, we're supposed to be getting like 700 something. I think it's 700 is what we're paying for. When we ran it through that, it was like 820 something. <laughs> <laughs> and the guys like the fiber optics guy was like, yeah, we always kind of bump it up that way. If there's any kind of like leg in a system or whatever, even with that, it will still be at at least 700. Right. So normally it would be at eight, a little over 800 probably. That's the shit. Right. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah! So our new studio is gonna be over at Mike's house now, uh, <laughs> dude. And I have seen quite quite a difference in just like like for example, uploading or downloading the podcast. Onto oh, it's got to be ridiculous. It's it's dude. It would take it would take for me if an hour long podcast to upload it to the internet 
would take at least 20 to 25 minutes. I mean, that's, that's a solid length of time. Yeah. I now, could, now, yeah. with this, if I'm hardwired in through the Ethernet cord, less than a minute. <laughs> less than a minute. Fuck. It's just like you, you just watch the the download bar just go and it's like there it is that's the shit the first time i did it when it was connected i swore up and down i uploaded the wrong video (laughs) right (laughs) like this ain't this i couldn't have hit the right i must have just uploaded a song or something it was not an hour and a half long podcast yeah so I, i went back and checked nope it was it was the right thing God, now if I can internet around here isn't as much. I've so it's funny you say that. So like one thing that's uh, cool about my PlayStation, it's one reason I actually like running. Like I run all my streaming services off my PlayStation, um, and one of the things is it will do a, a like a test connection, and it kind of does vaguely what you're talking about. It won't give yeah. you like that detailed, but it'll kind of give you like if it's if it's like kind of gives you a breakdown of like is it the is it the modem is it the ps4 is it the actual connection and like it'll kind of let you know where the trouble lies right where it's not arriving at <clears throat> but yeah i know the internet around well you used to live here uh the internet around here sometimes is very iffy i notice at night Especially I try to play a video. Like, dude, no one in that. Like, I work nights, so no one. I mean, fucking nobody is up, right? Yeah. Just me. Right. My phone's the only one's probably, if it's if it's on, it's got, like, music or something. But I'm just doing the PlayStation, and I'm trying to school some fucking people in another country in some fucking game. Um, and it freezes up constantly, where I'll be in the middle, and my character, like, I can't move it. Man. And then all of a sudden it'll f- it'll catch back up to the stream, and I'm getting my like ass lit up, yeah, because I'm playing like Apex Legends or fucking Modern Warfare or some crazy shit. Dude, it would hit me here when we were trying to do shit through Zoom. Oh, I know. And then like I'd be trying to record your your video on your end from Zoom, and it'd come through my computer. And you would sound like this, and then it go. It's like Jesus Christ! <laughs> I know those episodes. <laughs> we should just go back and redo all of them. <laughs> Literally, just get in a sound booth and let's just re-say what all the shit we tried to say. Um,
do have an episode that has never been released that we did with our wives yeah and the reason that w- was never released was because my wife did not have her microphone on oh that's right the entire episode so i forgot about that yeah so it was like almost a two hour long episode that it's just still sitting on my computer because you have no audio at all from my wife and there's like multiple times because i listened through it and there's multiple times where she's like telling a story or because she likes to talk too so you know it's like god damn i try actually we actually her and i sat down one night and i started to dub over i was gonna say can you hear her through the other mics you can you can barely hear in yeah. the background and then i'll be like all right this is what you said say it again yeah but it's weird because like at in the moment that she was recording it right. she's got all this like attitude and oomph behind it right it's and then when she's dubbing over she's just going and then i said <laughs> yeah like, well it's <laughs> it's like the different all right I, I have the same problem when i do stand up like if I tell and like I get bits from talking to people like guys at work wherever I will start chatting and I'll say something and sometimes I'll like make a an assessment or observation observational humor and it's just in the moment like man you know what the fucking problem is with this bullshit and then I'll just start riffing and just going off on a tangent and I'll have people fucking laughing about it and I'm like fuck that was good I need to save that shit right and every time I've had someone like when I've really hit someone's funny spot, I've tried to recreate it and it's always fallen flat. Like I had a, like I had a bit that mainly cause I went off one time about, um, old people and driving and like, why wouldn't you want to like, why do you want to go out as an old person? Like, slowly dying in a hospital like what wouldn't you want to go out like a fucking war hero or some crazy shit and then i like went on this rant about we should just put our like the eldest in the military and have them do all the crazy shit that no one wants to do i don't know it was some random thing i was going off at work one day and i had a fucking group of people laughing their fucking asses off and every time i tried to recreate it 
it's fallen fucking flat. And it's just I don't have the same conviction about it. Dude, but I think you've got I think you've like really captured something there <laughs> because that makes perfect sense. Right. Like how would you like like it, I put it back to you like how would you like to go out like yeah. you want to just slowly like no but I'm just thinking like you got a 65 year old guy don't have him wearing the fucking 90 pounds of gear like most army guys would have on right you just have them and just the fatigues maybe a bulletproof vest right and their fucking gun and a World War II helmet yeah if that even <laughs> Just a fucking Rambo bandana. <laughs> it's not because for it's it's because they would want to. Those guys love World War Two, and they're like, "Fucking give me one of those helmets!" Boom, helmet. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, or a Rambo. Yeah. Or a Rambo headband. Oh, and you give them a fucking Bowie knife. Like, yeah. That's all they want. Yeah. That's all they need. Right. Dude, you fuck some shit up. <laughs> Dude, yeah. If you had a group of people that just didn't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I. <laughs> That's the movie we need to make. Fuck yeah, it is. There we go. There's a way. There's a route to use it. <laughs> That's almost like Expendables, but Dude, just older. It, it fucking is. Yeah. Dude, that would be a fucking hilarious comedy. It'd be like Expendables meets what was that one with like all the old spies with Bruce Red. Willis? Red. Yeah. Like that meets. Um, fucking grumpy old men <laughs> yes yeah man god no <laughs> which one's a <the> safety <laughs> yeah. oh fuck <laughs> sorry larry <laughs> sorry sarge <laughs> very good you shot my bad leg <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. Well, the funny thing, I was talking to a dude who was, I think part of the reason I was hitting that mirror, I was talking to a dude who just got back from, I think, basic training for the Marines. And he just thought that shit was the funniest fucking thing alive. Because I remember he was the one that I was basing this whole, because I was like, I'm this, I'm killing this dude right now with this yeah. fucking jokes. But fuck me, I'd try to do it in front of people. No, because then you're like putting senior citizens in danger, and uh, yeah, you know that whole bullshit. We right. should you just switch it from senior citizens to butch lesbians? Yeah. <laughs> How? <laughs> I can't even like. <laughs> I'm sitting there going like, "How do I make that fucking jump?" Um, what do you mean? Obviously, they don't give a fuck either. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> right all right i don't know i don't know either dude i dress like a butch lesbian nowadays now that i'm married we all do i just went out uh with my buddy grandpa banks grandpa banks last night yeah and uh showed up at the bar and like just this fucking hoodie and jeans and a t-shirt and my hat and just my i don't give a fuck dress code and he comes walking up and he's like hey buddy i'm like hey and he's also in his i don't give a fuck dress code which is the same thing that i have on and we're just sitting there at the bar like at this table outside the bar and just watching like all these 
20, 30 year old dudes come walking in and out in like their button up shirts and their fucking hair slicked. Grease and back like, and all that shit. Just the whole fucking nine, right? Yeah. Like fucking, you can smell the cologne coming from like, and we just, every time we just laugh at it. <laughs> <laughs> remember those days <laughs> yeah no as soon as you said button up the button up stripy fucking shirts yeah um you know <laughs> you know side note i've i gotta say um i've come across what would be described as stud tiktok um <laughs> yeah which is you know uh like uh the more masculine uh lesbian uh and i noticed like they dress some of them uh do they dress like fucking uh some of them dress like they're fucking models but like like reservoir dog models like they'll have like the fucking white button up with the skinny tie and the fucking pullover and i'm sitting there going fuck that's a nice fucking <laughs> like i wish my fat ass could fit into something like yeah, that like that looks good yeah and i'm fucking getting jealous of their hair i'm like fuck i wish my hair would do that yeah that's styling god damn it yeah i'm liking this video Dude, I always do that when it comes to gay guys. Yeah. Like, I'm like, God, like, you got such good style. Like, I can't do my hair like that. Right. Like, How long? How long did it take you? How long did it take you to figure that out? Right. God damn. I remember, <laughs> I went into Sephora one time and, <laughs> and not, so normally every time I've ever been to Sephora, I've, I like, I get my, I used to get my sister-in-law, like, a gift card. And then when my niece got older, I just started like, all right, like whenever she got out of like fucking toys and Barbies and all that shit. And she's like, I just want clothing and makeup. So yeah. I just go, fuck it. I'm getting your mom, whatever from Sephora here. Here's Sephora shit, right? Whatever you want to do. So I, that's the only time I go in there. So one day I go in there and I've met a gentleman. I don't know, but I would guess uh, he was a fan, very flamboyant dude. <laughs> uh, and I just go, hey, man. I don't know shit about shit. If I had to pick, because I know there's like a men's section. He was like, oh, yeah, honey, like, come over here, like, check this shit out. And he's showing me all these fucking things. And he's like, this is what I do. He goes into his daily fucking regiment of skincare, which I noticed this dude had a fucking, like, glaze on his skin where I'm just like kind of watching it glistening in the light like holy fuck how do you get your how do you get your cheeks so shiny <laughs> and i'm like and he's like oh you want to get this you want to get this now granted i also get he's a fucking salesman okay and i'm like so i'm always hesitant right because i'm like one part you're selling me but at the same time he's let me in into the world i feel like have you ever seen the movie american psycho <laughs> Yeah, I've seen that fucking movie. <laughs> and he goes through his whole regimen about his <laughs> his <laughs> facial cream and shit he puts on in the shower and you all that. You told me I met the fucking Lexington American Psycho? Maybe. He's fucking, I'm guessing fucking just beating the shit out of male prostitutes with fucking wire hangers and shit. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Could, Could be. be. Uh, that's just what that made me think that's of. what yeah. yeah well he fucking dude he did he was like he 
He was like, you want to do, th-? like, and it was so fucking confusing. Like, I don't know how he didn't see that my fucking, br- like, he was like, all right, you want to do this one every night. Then after you do this one, you want to do this one. Then you want to yeah. do this one. Now, you want to do this, but you only want to do it once a week. This one's every three day kind of thing because you don't want to do it every oh, yeah. day. You always want to use SPF. And I'm just sitting there like, and finally yeah. he goes to this whole big fucking rant of all this crazy shit to do. And I felt like such a dumb shit. And I just go, all right, man. If you could only buy one thing, because everything he listed, I was looking at the price tag, and like, that's 50 bucks, that's 30 bucks, and yeah. I'll go, well, no shit, dumb shit, you're in fucking Sephora. It's not like right. you're at Walmart or something. Right, right, like, right. And I'm like, all right, if you could only buy one thing to start with, right? what are you going to buy? And he yeah. like, he was like taken back, and he like really fucking thought about it. He goes, I would go with this. He's like, because this is like a face cream, but it's also got SPF. He goes, because the sun is the most damaging thing for you. So if you're trying right. to preserve anything, this is what you want. I go, cool. I'm buying that. I don't like this guy. You don't like him? No. Well, one, he's, like he was- one he's the Patrick Bateman of fucking Lexington. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And two, SPF is like, you need that shit. Like, you need the sun. You need vitamin D. You oh, need yeah. that in your life. That makes you healthy. Right. So he is trying to make you have cancer. <laughs> no, but just the face. Okay, yeah. You, your face will look fucking beautiful yeah. and you will die of cancer. Yeah. <laughs> is there any other way to go out? Yeah, there is. Yeah. I don't know. You, you can had- orgasm to death. <laughs> I just I just saw a fucking story about this. Some dude in like UK, I think it was died and when they did the autopsy and they talked to his girlfriend he like she like explained like what was happening and what happened when he when he died died. and when they did the autopsy and everything they basically like that was what they came down to was he came so hard that it killed him that's epic (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's fucking epic. I don't care who you are. Nobody on this earth can say that's not fucking awesome. <laughs> that's a way to go out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. High fives. High five that ghost of that yeah, guy. High five. Air high fives. Heavenly high fives. <laughs> Heavenly high fives. There it is. <laughs> Heavenly high fives. God, that's all right. We're doing that from now on. <laughs> To the RIPs. To the RIPs. <laughs> Heavenly high fives. Heavenly high fives. I was sitting there thinking, though, like, you know how, like, you die and you, like, you know, sometimes they're like, whatever you're wearing, that's what you got to wear for eternity. Or, like, <laughs> what if you're drunk and you got to be drunk for eternity? Whatever the last thing you were doing, you got, like, that guy's got to be coming for eternity. <sighs> yeah. Just walk around as a ghost, like, oh, awesome. <laughs> Watch out. No. This house go. smells like cigarettes all the time. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> no, I don't think he'll be a ghost. No. No. There's nothing he left on the table, man. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> yeah. You don't have any. I mean, if you watch Casper, you know that you're only a ghost (laughs) if you have unfinished business. Yeah. His business was finished. His business was finished. He took care of business. Oh, that's.
That's funny. <laughs> All right. Tonight we're talking about some weird Kentucky shit. Yeah, we broke out the uh, kind of figured after the uh, the Halloween episodes, we're gonna break out into something old school. So I broke out the Weird Kentucky book by Jeffrey Scott Holland, uh, and I just kind of was flipping through here, and I found uh, some stories, and I was just seeing what we got, and the one that caught my eye, which I haven't even read yet, so it'd be fresh when I read it here, is called the Devil Deer. The devil deer. It's also why we're drinking tea, cause ain't nothing better than mama's sweet tea. Mm-hmm. In the middle of Kentucky. All right. Mm-hmm. Everybody gather around the campfire. All right, we're gathered. Devil we de- are gathered. Yeah. So this is via Weird Kentucky. Devil oh, deer. Let me take my pants off real quick. <laughs> Don't come too hard now. It's been, I'm not CIP certified anymore. That's right. <laughs> not CIP, CPR. CPR. See what I mean? I don't even know the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, I'd be trying to fucking shove a hose up your ass, trying to clean you from the inside. <laughs> CIP. CIP, clean in place, baby. That's right. Um, clean in place. Yep. I thought it was like chemical. Something, god damn it! Is industry talk by the way? We definitely called it. There was definitely it was CIP, but it was definitely chemical something. Chemical some. It supposedly it means clean in place because you can't like so for everyone that doesn't know CIP is you like you use it as a like you're going to clean a large thing usually like a big tank. So if you work in the brewing industry, dairy industry, food processing, like liquids, sodas, syrups, like anything that houses something large, you don't want cross-contamination. So you clean it uh, with chemicals and usually in a different fashion. Us in the brewing industry usually rinse it, caustic, rinse it, use a acid or a sanitizer, and then boom. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with industrial food making. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but uh, I googled it one day because everyone because when I first got in the brewing industry, uh, people kept saying CIP, and I go, "What the fuck does that mean?" And no one knew, so I googled it, and that's what it said. Yeah. Clean in place. I'm like, that makes sense because you can't move any of this shit. Well, yeah, it's all bolted to the fuck, and you couldn't lift it anyways. You shit, it's fucking a ton of one of these. Yeah, these tanks. My the ones I was working with, they're like two. Two or three stories tall. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, there's no moving this fucking no. thing. They, so, you're lucky if you can move the hoses that are attached to the motherfucker. Oh yeah, yeah. Those things are pains in the ass. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, um, Alex, before we read about the devil deer, mm-hmm. we should do since the majority of our listeners are in this vicinity. Of this area, we should do like a meetup at a bar. Okay. You ever heard of that? Like heard of like the meet? I don't know. There's like a meetup app, or I think yeah, I think it's an app. Or we could Craigslist. just post <laughs> grinder, grinder, or Tinder. we can just we can just post it on like the Instagram, yeah, or something like, hey, we're going to be at so and so bar this night whatever oh yeah just look for the soberless thoughts t-shirts i'm down for doing a live uh 
I don't I don't mean like a recording a live podcast. Oh. I just mean like if you want to come have a beer with us. Right. This is where we'll be. Shit, I'm saying I'm down for doing a live podcast. That'd be so fucking fun. No, I don't cuz I don't want somebody to hear this and then show up and try and steal my shit. <laughs> <laughs> come up, punch me in the face and run off with my fucking laptop. No, no, no. Like the live podcast I've seen, which shout out to uh um obtuse angle they're the ones that i've seen do it basically you take the stage almost like a stand-up and then you basically set up like we would right now and then we have an audience in the fucking audience and then we just get to talk and then interact with them but we got to run the mics through the recording equipment and the pa system oh yeah 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 so basically so we're doing a we're doing a podcast and stand up at the same time basically like yeah. we're just gonna be bullshitting with a audience in front of us so we're doing crowd work yeah we can and a podcast yeah <laughs> how, long, how long has it been since you've done crowd work this fuck it hasn't yeah i was never that great at crowd work i think i'd started dipping my toe into it right before i was kind of right before covid hit i never did it because i always did open mics and it was only other comedians in there and i was just trying to talk about how I was named after my dad's dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I did get, yeah. I got to the point where I was doing, I I mean, I had a couple times where they were like, why don't you just headline it? I was like, how long? They're like, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes. I'm like, fuck. Okay. Like I had enough material and I, especially if I had my guitar, but man, sometimes that can be fucking grueling. Um, yeah, dude, I never did more than five minutes. Yeah. Ever. And it, nine times out of ten, I that I talk, I just told a story about how it was named after my dad's dick. Right, and it always hit. Yeah, everybody oh. loves it. It doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I was I've been watching a lot of comedians and cars getting coffee, uh, and I love hearing about the people who the, hear the horror stories of all that shit. And I'm just like, yep, because uh, somebody was talking about how insane comedians are. I think it was Jeff Gaff, Jim Gaffigan. And I was like, dude, it's true. Because I remember there was one night I did three stand-up shows in one night where I did, um, I actually was opening for a bigger, like a traveling comedian at the University of Kentucky Student Center. And then I went over to an open mic bar and I had another one after that. Uh, all of them Lexington. And I fucking, like, I went I, at the student center fucking murdered right fucking got this crowd riled I'm like fuck yeah I'm the fucking shit everybody can eat one fucking bow down to it <laughs> fuckers right like I'm like on cloud nine uh, I go to this open mic night that was like in the basically they just shoved us in the corner where there was a half ass stage but the place was packed I go there I fucking eat a big fat dick in front of the entire crowd doing the same routine uh, it was vague. I switched it. I like some of it. Like when I knew I was doing that, I would start to add newer stuff into it. Yeah. But I would always do it where I would sandwich it. I'd go solid, eh, new stuff, solid, eh, solid. So it's like I could get them back, and it, yeah. so it'd be ups and downs, and then I could really gauge between the two if it was good or not. And I mean, even the solid shit was eating shit was not so solid not so fucking solid anymore it was a little diarrhea right <laughs> and um and i remember just like being like it's weird like i, I got off 
piss like i was pissed and i'm like i'm fucking funnier than that and like i was mad and then you it's weird you get mad then you get depressed then i'm out fucking woe is me drinking out by like out in front of the bar where all the other comedians are and i'm just sitting there like motherfucker is this what i should i even be doing this what the fuck is wrong with me and like (laughs) why am i here right i'm like (laughs) contemplating life and then uh like fuck me i just like an hour goes by i'm like all right let's go fucking do it again yeah try again yeah just in a like you have to be emotionally semi fucking stable not really you just have to be able to deal with that no you just have to be a sociopath <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually yeah <laughs> i actually said what i told one of my buddies one of my ideas for a, if i ever had a comedy album it was uh i was gonna name it halfway halfway down the sociopath yeah yeah and uh, he was like, I like that. All all the great people are sociopaths. Yeah. All like all the best quarterbacks yeah. in the NFL. Like basically like all your top athletes, they all have to be sociopaths. <laughs> Otherwise, cuz you have to forget about your shit that you did wrong. Right. Like your fucking pitchers, all that people in baseball, like all that kind of shit. Right. You, just, you can't sit there and dwell about the shit that you it's already in the past right i mean you just gotta put your best foot forward and keep going it's the same way with that it's the same way with a stand-up like you gotta when you eat a big dick you gotta be like well maybe there'll be a smaller dick next time around. right maybe they have nicer balls like right. it's there's all right I don't know if I've said this on here or not. I've it's we've had so many. I forget what all we've talked about on here. So, I think yeah. anyway, whatever. Fuck it. Uh, we've only had a hundred and seventy something episodes. Yeah, right. Um, it's okay. I remember I used to go to this one place. It was a coffee house, intentionally to eat a dick. Yeah. Call me sociopathic. Call me gay. <laughs> <laughs> what he was nice uh, <laughs> he was gentle um, <laughs> no but it was like I told other comedians I used to go to this coffee shop and all of them had done it at least once or twice no one went there as much as I did and I would go there with this and I don't know if it like literally I don't know if it's because I'm a fucking sociopath or I'm narcissistic or I'm um masochistic but i would go there knowing i'm gonna eat shit and everyone that i talked to those comedian they go why do you keep going there because every because one it was the only open mic on a monday night and i'd go and it was the worst place for comedy because would you try and piss people off no i would legitimately try to go there and try my best to make this group of people laugh but it was all the wrong things all the qualifiers that you need for comedy none of them were there it's a bunch of young hipsters Mm. drinking coffee at seven o'clock in the afternoon um there is no beer or alcohol so no one's loose everyone's tight yeah half the people there are working on fucking term papers also Uh, nobody's paying attention oh they well yes and no yeah uh, then you got all these like, but you got all these like new age people, like very sensitive and like 
very in tune like you know you had all the fucking artists around oh, like yeah, yeah. that like had all their artwork on and like everyone that would go up it was supposed to be open but you could do anything so like people would go up and do fucking like they'd play songs guitars shit like that you know a lot of that uh, you saw people go up and do like spoken poetry oh, or slam poetry slam dude. poetry oh, yeah fucking, man. uh what's the one that's what i would not, do it's not rap but it's spoken word whatever that shit is i'd seen people do that like people say my smile don't shine but how does it not yeah, shine when the slam, sun don't come down slam poetry. yeah same yeah. shit okay yeah. they call it something different so usually has some kind of beat playing in the background well these would just be they would have their own rhythm as they're talking uh so yeah but there would there would be some slam poetry yeah. the spoken word the fucking i wrote a song because my girlfriend broke my heart and yeah. i'm gonna sing it for a group of people on coffee right oh yeah and then i, I would get up there it's called and, here yeah and i'd get up there and go i'm gonna talk about how i jacked off weird last night oh, right yeah. uh, <laughs> and yeah. I could. I literally went between two people. That one was a beautiful singer who was singing the most heart riveting shit. Yeah. And the person after me literally did a spoken word about like morbid shit about life and death. And I get up there going, uh, "Isn't it weird when you jack off thinking of somebody, then you run into them?" Oh, uh, <laughs> and. That's they, never happened to me because I've never ran into Tom Cruise. <laughs> Yet. Uh, but yeah, I'm Ron Reynolds, waiting. you're out there, buddy. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, <laughs> my wife did that. She was like, we we're listening to something and she's like, they're talking about like your, like, I think it was a radio station we were talking, we we're listening to. And they're like, who's your, who's your like, your hall pass yeah your hall pass celebrity uh. person and then uh and i can't remember who the, like the people on the radio said but then my wife was like or no i asked my wife i was like who would you like and she of course my wife she's like like there's no celebrity that i would cheat on you with oh that's sweet because she's because she is the angel that she is right and then she's like why do you have one and i was like yeah tom cruise <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it's not gay at that point. It's just beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it's just making magic. Yeah, right. Um, I uh, I was totally waiting for you to go like the all the Backstreet Boys. I'm like, God damn. Uh, <laughs> The whole team. Yeah, right. I, uh, our, our wives love Backstreet Boys. It's like yes. a sickness for them. Uh, They're laying home now, but I will be. Then knock upon your door and you kill me. From those hard times, from those hard days, him nasty turns it took for me. I hope it's not too late to roll you rest on your breast Ooh. I might not be too good at most things I do Thank you. 
best in you But I got no answer for my wonders In lonely nights I stay upon On your breast. Oh, 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 oh. I might not be too good at most things I've So you would, so you, so you bombed hard at this place, huh? Yes, and then I went back and did yeah. it again. But I would always bring new shit, and I was trying new material. And I start like by like the second month of me doing this, every single Monday I'm there. I started to crack some of the facade, and I would get chuckles. And some other comedians started note like. They would go, hey, what do you do on Mondays? And I like, tell them like, you really? I'm like, and I would tell them like, look, man, I'll be honest with you. You're gonna go there and eat shit. And they're like, why do you do it then? I'm like, cause I go there to eat shit. Yeah. And I'm like, because when I, cause I've, it, it, I was like, one, it humbles you, cause it makes you go, I'm not as fucking funny as I thought. And then two, when you bomb in front of a larger crowd, you pull out some of that shit used on that stage. And it fucking kills. Like you, if you go to such a tight knit room and do this shit that you know works, like it, 
it's hard to explain to everyday people. Like the shit that works at a coffee shop is not the same shit that's going to work at a comedy club. It's not the same shit that's going to work at a fucking hole in the wall bar. And if you have shit for each of those venues, you can kind of universally move in between those bits and you start to kind of understand the dynamic of the basically knowing your audience is right. what I'm getting yeah. to. And that's one thing I have to say, not to toot my own fucking horn, but I actually have had people tell me like the one thing you're really good at is measuring your audience. So what audience then would be ideal of those three scenarios for doing this podcast on a stage? Not the coffee shop. <laughs> I know that for sure. I would say, ideally, which would be very hard, comedy club is always the easiest. Comedy clubs are the easiest to get the laughs, but you don't have to earn them as much. You have to earn a fucking bar laugh. Because bar, like, I've been in hole-in-the-wall bars where the only people in it is everyone at the bar trying to watch the fucking game, and they're vaguely listening to you. If you can make those dudes laugh who aren't paying attention, you know when you go to that comedy club and you say that shit, it's going to fucking destroy because everyone's actually there to laugh. Right. Uh, Everybody wants to listen. Right. I absolutely hate it as a comic when people would go, oh, you're a comic? Make, tell me a joke. Yeah. And then I would see their whole face like get tightened up and just try everything to keep a not like yeah. they're they're literally they're literally telling you make me laugh yeah i'm like i can't because you're doing everything to try to not laugh like it's such a pain in the ass and there was a cook i worked with who did that shit to me all the time and i hate doing it because yeah. i'm like you're putting me on the spot and none of this shit works because we're just two dudes standing behind the fucking fryer right. and I'm sitting there like, what's the deal with airline food? <laughs> and I would say shit and he just was like, that's kind of funny. And just walk away. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck you. <laughs> I guess in the right setting, I might've laughed at that. Right. <laughs> right. He did that shit to me. I liked the guy. The dude was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I would say shit that would make him laugh. But when he would go, hey, tell me a joke. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, it's not going to work. You're already, your guard is up. That's when you just make fun of them. I mean, yeah, that's, I, uh, that's when you do your crowd work. Yeah. That's the best time. Best. <laughs> All right. I know we're going down a fucking rabbit hole here about comedy. Uh, it's probably what this, in, <laughs> this episode is going to end up being. The best laugh I've ever got was kind of crowd worky. And it was all because it was. I went to open mic night at a comedy club, which is very strict, as you know. They go, you got three minutes, you got four minutes, you got five minutes. When you, you do it, you're done, you're off, right? The guy before me does three minutes of period jokes. Not like Victorian period, like female period like you're jokes. Like bleeding in your underwear period. Right. Yeah. Uh, Tampons and fucking pad jokes, right? Just and he's fucking one after another. Three minutes of fucking period joke, period joke, period joke. He's eating it on stage, like Rodney Dangerfield style. <laughs> Did yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was just it was terrible. Like it was just, and I liked the guy. He was a good comic, but he just for whatever reason he chose that night to do just three minutes of period material. <laughs> I as he's doing it, I'm looking out at the crowd, and there's like two big groups herds of people in the crowd there was one big herd that was nothing but older people in their 
like 60s, 65, 70s retirement age people, right? Yeah. Most of them are women. Not a fucking laugh. Well, no. They, they don't find that shit funny. Then there was like a little empty space in the middle, and then there was like a big bunch of younger kids off to like younger, meaning like 21 and up because it was a fucking bar, but it was like then it was just like a younger crowd off to the left that were kind of like kind of chuckling but not really and then there was all the comics that was off to the right this is where we were at so he's just eating it for a minute three minutes then i go up after him i'm like fuck that was rough so i go up on stage and i and do you feel do you feel that almost like it was you like when the when the other comics are like just biting a big one and you're like even the, even though you're not even on stage yet you just already have that anxiety like fuck this crowd a little bit it depends on the crowd some it's and it depends on the comic because it's either this kind of makes or breaks you it's either you're going to go up there and you're going to break them because it's basically as I've heard Dave Chappelle put it, it's like water after a handful of salt. You're gonna be their relief or you're their destruction, right? Yeah. So it's up to you. That's the challenge of the comedy thing. So what I did is I walked up on stage and I go, I can't believe that dude just did three minutes of straight period jokes. I was like, Come on, man, you gotta know your audience and I panned over and looked at the big giant crowd of middle-aged women and go you got to know your audience these ladies haven't had a fucking period in like 10 years man and they i gotta tell you it was the single biggest laugh i've ever gotten to date where they were fucking dying the younger kids were dying the comics were fucking howling and I like I got just about that whole group came up to me was like that was the funniest fucking thing all night and even other comedians was like you need to do that shit every night whatever the fuck you did up there you need to do you can't because it's just it was just that I know it was that night that moment that moment those people that's what that guy before you right that's what made it so special and they I dude I I can't like it was such an like I've heard eruptive laughter before but that was new like i can't i can't even describe how intense of laughter that hit where it kind of like made me step back going holy fuck how how am i gonna top that yeah and then i gotta so then honestly the rest of my bit the rest of my three minutes was okay but it just i came out swinging and i just kind of tapered off yeah but yeah they're like oh god but yeah best fucking laugh i've ever gotten in my life he was so funny man oh yeah dude they everybody fuck even like the guys that run this shit like scott scott wilson and lee cruz like they're on fucking tv and shit they're like you need to do more of that like they came up to like you need to do more of that shit man what are the the fuck i actually (laughs) i did one on lee cruise which i'm not going to repeat because it was during the midst of him getting really fucking in trouble with a bunch of shit and i said it on stage because he was grilling me as i was on stage because we did this comedy thing where there were judges and he was one of the judges and i snapped back at him and the entire crowd like I can't like they all couldn't believe I said it and then they just fucking died laughing and I went up to him afterwards and I was like I'm sorry man 
that was uh, that was not called for. He goes, shut the fuck up. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, you need to do more of that. Yeah. I have my moments, I guess. Yeah. When I when I I guess when I lay down the I don't give a fuck. Oh, that's what it is, man. Yeah. That's what it is. I could never do the stuff that I was doing because I was way too raunchy and blue collar and right. And now I'm married and have kids and my yeah. wife would lose her shit. Now you just gotta hone it in. Nah, everyone I just can't talk about it. Well, no. Here's the thing: you all, everyone starts off super raunchy, and then you find your place. Because um, I, even me, man, I've done some horrific jokes. I did one that I like. I now I know I've said this on here, but I did one about uh, autoerotic asphyxiation, where I was talking about like hanging myself while I was jacking off, kind of thing. Yeah. And I was just like, just kind of seeing where it led, right? And I yeah. did it at this show. I recorded it. I put it online. My aunt, who is a God fearing Pentecostal, good for her went online it's like oh I heard your stand up and that's the video she found mm. and then the next time I saw her she just was like I'll pray for you Alexander yeah she just well that no that hurt so much worse I would have loved if she would have just yelled at me like you disgusting fucking pig no she just looked at me and goes I'll just pray for you I'm like mm. Mm. Mm-mm. Mm. damn that hurts that does hurt like the uh the uh I'm just disappointed in you. Yeah. It hurts worse than the fuck you type thing. Yeah. Yeah. What the like, fuck were you thinking? It's like, because the, you know, they really love you and it just really hurts their soul. Yeah. Yeah. They, they love you. It hurts them and they know they can't do anything to change it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause they know that you're already that far gone. Yeah. You're like, one day you'll make it back yeah. to the light. <laughs> That's like my dad's entire family <laughs> uh, point of view on me. Yeah. Before I got married, <laughs> that was, they all, they all to this day they all are like, your wife saved your life. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, for real. Right. Like, yeah, they all they all thought that I was probably going to die a young age <laughs> of something crazy. Yeah. Uh, but now, luckily, I'm here. Yeah, I. Luckily for you, audience member. That's right. I am here. Yeah, I. I don't know. Like, like I said, I just doing the comedy thing. I just went from like super extreme dirty, like talking about dark shit, and then I went from like, then I went super clean, and now I'm kind of like teetering in between the two of trying to like. Actually, the best way I can describe it is one of the people that have listened. To, I hope she still listens to this. So, uh, shout out to Hannah out there if she's still listening. Uh, but she listened to our buddy's obtuse angle, and she listened to our podcast. And I go, you know, one day, and I was asking her quite a bit when we first started, like, "Hey, what do you think of ours? Got any tips? I know you listen to a lot of podcasts, that kind of thing." And I go. Um, you know what? And I actually worried. Like, do you think it's the same format between us and them? And she goes, "No." She goes, "Honestly, they're like raunchy, funny." She was like, "You all are like appropriately inappropriate." I'm like, "Appropriately inappropriate." That's good. That's where I want to be. Mm. Where if I can make seventy year old women laugh about yeah. some shit, 
that don't normally laugh at that kind of shit, that's yeah, perfect. That's my crowd, man. I love the I love the retirement people. They usually have the best senses of humor. Yeah. Except for there's this one guy who I thought was at the retirement home who I thought was who I thought had a great sense of humor because he always would talk to me and he always had a big smile on his face. And then him and I were riding in the elevator one day and I like just spouted something off at him about something and his whole demeanor changed. I think it was something about drinking and he just his whole face just changed and he looked at me with a serious face and he's like I haven't touched alcohol in 40 years I think I, I think I asked I think I want him to be on the podcast I was going to ask you because I remember you yeah. mentioning like you went to a retirement home and there was like some old dudes that were fucking hilarious yeah, this guy he, he was always cracking jokes and always hilarious right and uh yeah and i was like dude like i have a podcast i was telling him about it and uh and i was like yeah it's called soberless thoughts like we drink on it and stuff and uh i think that's what i was saying and he just like his whole demeanor changed right he's like i haven't touched alcohol in 40 years huh, good and for i'll you. be damned if i'm gonna drink on your radio show did you tell him he doesn't have to drink <laughs> Yeah, I said you don't know. He didn't even want to be around it. Like, well, I was gonna say, dude, we could drink. Which it would be funny if we got a bunch of retirement home dudes and we're all drinking fucking prune juice. Like, to me, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, I will sit there and drink fucking prune juice, and we'll all just sit there. Uh, yeah, we'll all be shitting our brains out later, but whatever. Like, it could be cranberry juice. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, dude. If funny is funny, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Besides, we can fucking slam a couple shots before we go in there. <laughs> like, oh, they yeah. don't need to know about it. Yeah. It's happened. We've yeah. done that. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten wasted before I hit record on the thing before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we all have. Uh, all right. We need to talk about... The devil deer? The devil deer. All right. All right. We've just been chatting. It's just been so long since we've just chatted. It's just been nice. All right. The devil deer. The devil deer. All right. So let's read this. Me and you will, I guess, break this down afterwards. Make sure this isn't like fucking pages long. All right. All right. Bear with me. We got about four paragraphs. Mm. All right. The devil deer. You know, it's funny. In the 1970s and 80s, we went through a period during which wild animals' population were dwindling and seldom seen. And now, we're in a particular moment in history where we're dwindling more than ever. But we're far more likely to encounter them now because their natural habitat is so encroached upon the civilization. Case in point... Just a few years ago, I was walking through a small, semi-wooded area being cleared for a forthcoming subdivision. There were a lot of bulldozers around and hammering going on, making it the last place I'd expect to see a deer. As I walked down a recently paved road, an impossible, enormous elk jumped out of the shrubbery and charged straight at me. All my life, it's always been deer running from me, not straight at me. Its antlers were crazy, multi-tinned and asymmetrical. Its eyes were evil, 
black, soulless marbles. I moved out of the creature's way, and fortunately, it kept on charging along its prescribed path, crashing through the shrubbery on the other side of the road, and then it was gone. I I recounted the incident to an old-timer hunter. His eyes widened. You know... You know what you saw? <laughs> Actually, let me do this right. I recounted the incident to an old-time hunter, and his eyes widened. You know what you saw? He exclaimed. Son, you done saw the devil, dear. Do you know how many hunters would give their left nut to see the devil, dear? Probe. To elaborate further, he told me, all serious big-time hunters know all about the devil deer. That they're the most dangerous thing in all the wilderness. They're bigger, meaner, crazier than regular deer. They can't be fucking killed. They didn't say fucking, but I'm adding shit. What I don't know about the world of hunting, you can almost fit in the Hollywood Bowl. So I remained unsure if this guy was either crazy or just pulling my leg with some sort of great pumpkin story from a drunken outdoorsman. J.S.H. Do you think the devil deer is real? I hope so. Or was this guy just fucking with this doo-doo? Clearly doesn't know shit about deers. Right. Because all deer have black eyes like that. I think, all right, I think it's a fucking... Maybe he's just never seen a big buck before. I think it's a Moby Dick kind of thing. Yeah. Or like the big fucking gator in a swamp. Like, there's... Some animals have fucking aggressive behaviors. Could be fucking got hit in the head. Fucking brain is fucking weirdly developed. Basically, it's the fucking psychos of the fucking deer world. So And old timers just always have a name for like (laughs) the mythological biggest thing in the fucking river, the biggest thing in the lake. Like my dad even like, oh, that's Big Al, the big old fucking largemouth bass that you can't ever catch in this place. I'm like, you think there's one fucking largemouth bass that you can't catch named Big Al just swimming around out there? Come on. Like, no, that's just something. You know Big Al when you see Big Al. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as he gets on the line, that fucking shit breaks. Right. You know? It's like, yeah, it's that it's that kind of shit. Right, exactly. Yeah. I love it. It's I, the devil deer. I, I want to believe it. I want to. Like, I just, I have to. Yeah. Um, it just, it makes it more fun. Now, I will say, there are fucking, um, uh, what is it? Deer will fuck up people. Especially well, yeah. if they feel threatened. Like, like it's crazy. Like, people are like, oh, wolves and fucking bobcats and shit. Like, no, no, no. Fucking deer will fucking get and, like, punch you, kick you, ram you. They'll fuck you up. Like, I think there's more deer deaths than fucking wolves, like, kind of shit. There's more people. More people are murdered by deer than murdered by sharks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yearly. Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah. Now I'm curious. Statistics are my, uh, are, are that that's my contribution to this podcast. Alex's the statistics, and my statistics are always correct. <laughs> that is not what I thought of this. All right, you want to hear what I just pulled up? Yeah. Every year, up to two hundred people are cured, 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 yeah. are killed by deer, mostly in car accidents. Oh shit! Okay. Pretty sweet. 
natured and timid, the deer is one of the most deadliest animals in America. Of all the wild animals listed, it is the most dangerous to humans. Every year, 120 to 200 people are killed by deer. Yeah, so I'll cut out the whole car accident part, uh, <laughs> and it'll just be 200 people are killed by deer every well, year. Well, How yeah. many people are killed by sharks every year in a car accident? <laughs> I bet it's zero, Alex. <laughs> That would be some wild fucking shit. All right. Worldwide. Yeah. Uh, nine. This is, all right. So 73 yeah. unprovoked shark bites. Yeah. Or 39 provoked. What? All right. Third. So there's assholes provoking sharks, apparently. Yes, of course. 73 unprovoked shark bites on yeah. humans and 39 provoked Yeah, because they see a shark swim by and they slap it by the tail yeah. and shit. Yeah. And then this said nine fatalities. Yeah. Worldwide. I think uh, I was right, though. Way more deer kill people than sharks do. Yeah. Yeah. Also, a shark has zero chance... Of being molested by a hunter. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> Deer, on the other hand, I've seen the videos. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Like, there's no way. I mean, I'm sure there's some lonely guy out there, but uh, like. Did you ever see that comedy video where the guy has the fake deer? in front of him and he's like dressed in the hunter gear and he's like standing off in the woods somewhere and like in this park and like people pull up to like have a picnic and they seem like just inside the tree line and he's like like fake fucking the back of this deer he's like oh oh yeah <laughs> have you ever seen that i have not it's like a hidden camera show oh dude it's so funny i was crying i was laughing so like <laughs> These people are like, what the fuck? And then like, like the dad's covering like the little girl's eyes, like, like oh, deer fucker, that's a deer fucker, deer fucker. Yeah, <laughs> but that guy, he ain't fucking no devil deer. No, no, he ain't fucking a shark. No, nobody's fucking a shark. Those are the thirty-nine provoked cases. <laughs> Those fucking perverts. <laughs> Oh yeah. Like, is it true that sharks have red rockets? <laughs> Damn it, you got me right when I was taking a sip. <laughs> Let's find out. And then they're like, "Oh, another statistic." Yeah. <laughs> Somebody thought that shit up. Another provoked. Yeah. Another provoked shark. Right takes a bite out of crime right <laughs> how'd you lose the top of your thigh well well it all started when i said hold my beer <laughs> yeah i was gonna say well it all started when i got into gin and i started yeah. drinking a shit ton of it and yeah next thing you know you try to fuck a shark it bites your fucking thigh off it you know yeah. i swear to god i wasn't molesting it uh, officer, I was just trying to see if it was red. I just want to know it, if it fit. It went, <laughs> oh, hey. I've never seen a shark penis before. Google search that. I don't want to. Okay, you can Google that one. No, I'll, I'll I, decline. I don't need that on my search history. 
I don't need that conversation later with my wife. I'm like, all right, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Why is there? All right. Yeah. Tomorrow on Instagram, there will be <laughs> the, the poster for this episode will be of a shark penis. <laughs> all right. Just because we're bringing up animal penises. There was a dude I worked with one time who told me, he's like, I got a thing about looking up animal penises you told me about this and then he looked up something that had like a screw penis or something right well he yeah. he told me and i can't get it out of my head is that snails have fucking penises that come out of their fucking foreheads oh yeah that's, it, it, that's they, weird they fucking jam it into the head of the other snail or some crazy and shit that's where that's where their sex organs are and right their foreheads basically and he's like you just they just fucking jam it into each other and it breaks off when they're done and he was like talking about all these different fucking animals with these crazy barbed and twisty turvy penises <laughs> Jesus I don't even know if sharks have two dicks did you know that I did not sharks are double dicked double double dong sharks are, sharks are double dicked there's a shark sharks got double dicks that's a dick yeah Two dicks. I've seen. All right, I've seen that shit on sharks. I didn't know those were dicks. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I just thought it was like weird hanging. No, there's a that's part of the fin. The double dick. Double dick. Sharks got the double dick. Damn, who knew? Shark Week just got more interesting. Yeah, it did. They're called claspers. Claspers. Wife's calling. <laughs> Tell her what we found out. Hello. Yeah, we're just finishing up. It's almost 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I know. We got a late start. We were just talking a lot for a while. We just found out that sharks have double dicks, though. Did you you know that? Do you think I care? No, I know you don't like sharks. All right. Please be careful. I'll be careful. Love you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Can I tell you something weird? Yeah. Our wives are like the way you all talk to each other. I'm sitting there going, me and Cassie have the same. Like, we would have the same conversation. Let me put it that Word way. for word. Right, just about. <laughs> like, the way you said it, her cadence, where she's... Because, like, I feel like... Even the way she's like, are you coming to bed? I was like, God, that sounds just like Cass. She would say that. Like, Are you coming home Are soon? you coming home soon? It's almost two. I'm like, yeah. I know. Yeah, I, I have a clock right yeah. in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, granted, I know. They're sisters. They're fucking mannerisms are very similar but that's that's just what's funny i'm sitting there going oh my god we (laughs) yeah same shit we married the same person yeah (laughs) only mine listens to me must be nice it is (laughs) it is it's wonderful yeah i uh i don't know now i'm like I, i i almost want to go upstairs and be like hey Cass, hey hey did you know sharks have double dicks? 
just to see what she says. She'll go, shut the fuck up. <laughs> that's the, actually, that's the difference. She was sweet. Yeah. Uh, Cass would 100% tell me, shut the fuck up and leave the room. <laughs> no, my wife is an angel. She's just like, do you think I care? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that. Do you think I care? I don't think Cass would have said that. That's the difference between the two. Yeah. But it was just it was just the cadence that was just so similar. I'm like, that's so funny. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, yeah. That was this episode. Yeah. I think that's it for tonight. Yeah, I think that's... That's probably the best way to end it. I think that's all I got for tonight. Right. All right. So if you want to find us on social media or if you're looking to meet up with us when we go drinking, check us out on uh, Instagram. We're going to post that there. Just search Soberless Thoughts. If you're listening to us on a podcast, then you know where to find us on podcasts. So let everybody else know where to find us on the podcast. And then they can listen to the podcast. And then we'll all get our podcast joys off. You can also find us on Facebook at Soberless Thoughts and on Instagram or on uh, Twitter at Think Soberless. And email us at SoberlessThoughts at gmail.com. And also, uh, we need some uh, reviews, rates. Well, you can rate the podcast, but we really want reviews. We want people to type in a word or more of what they think about Soberless Thoughts. What they think about the podcast, what they think about sharks and their double dicks, and the devil deer, and uh, what they think about twisted tea, and and what they think about people who are losing their hair, <laughs> and what they think about when people take a poop and then they wipe, and they wipe, and they wipe, and every time they wipe, just there's more poop on the toilet paper every time they wipe and it's like they're just if if they keep going the toilet paper will just run out and then they'll be fucked right so they eventually just stop wiping their ass because you might as well at that point or you're just going to give yourself hemorrhoids (laughs) yep so what what do you think about that do you think the earth is really just a simulation like that kind of stuff all those things or if you want to sponsor the podcast because we have people emailing us saying that they want to sponsor the podcast so email us that say hey we like what you're doing on the show we love soberless thoughts uh you guys sound great we want to sponsor you here at jack daniels we're like (laughs) you know what that would be a great fit that would be the shit so then uh you can email us that soberless thoughts gmail.com also let her friend know let your enemy know, let your mother know, and let your son know about the podcast. Say, this is what I listen to when it's time for me to masturbate in the backwoods of an abandoned apartment building. <laughs> and they're like, what? And you're like, yeah. What? Just put it on. Alex's voice really gets me <laughs> off. How many people do you think masturbate to our show? To our voices? Negative two. I know of at least one. (laughs) And he's not raising his hand right now. Damn it. Okay. 
Anyways, have you ne- have you never masturbated to your own voice? No. Have you ever just recorded yourself making sex noises and then listened back to it while jerking off silently? No. <laughs> you should try it sometime. Sounds interesting. I don't think that's my deep res- <laughs> my, my voice is not what I want to hear. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's really weird. <laughs> it's really strange. Plus, the entire time, I'm going, God, I sound way more country than I thought. It's like one of those cum challenges. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's one of them. You just, like, talk, tell yourself what to do. Like, record yourself telling yourself what to do and then try and follow your own instructions. <laughs> Start telling yourself you're a naughty boy, like you're naughty yeah. boy. Yeah, I'm a naughty boy. Like slower, stroke it slower. I think I'd give. I, I was. Fuck no. shit. No, faster. No, 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 no. Stop. Okay. All right, you're allowed to come now. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, what do we say when we get out of here? We like to say, when you're in the skillet, meaning life, you need to. Stay cheesy, keep it greasy, and then flip on out. Do you think cum adds to the greasiness? I don't know, but the smell's got to be bad.
Jersey whiskey. 